Happy Friday, everybody. It's Friday, August 3rd. I... Hey, stop, stop. Because right here is where I normally go. If you're listening to this, that means you made it through another week and margaritas are in order. Pause. Listen to what I just said. August 3rd. August. When you woke up this morning, did it feel like we were in the 8th month of 2018? August. And I, people that listen to this show on a regular basis are going to be like, why are you excited about August? It's still a summer month. It's a hot month. It's a hot, dry month. Yes, it is a hot, dry month. You are absolutely correct. But it is also indicative of the beginning of the end of summer. August. The kids go back to school in a matter of days. The first NFL preseason game was played last night. Bears lost. <laughs> Sorry. August. It's coming. You don't have very much long, very much long, very much long? You don't have very much longer to enjoy your hot, sunny summer days, summer lovers. Fall is rapidly approaching. The time of the colorful canopy and the crisp air is about to dominate your lives. Get out there and enjoy it while you can. August 3rd. Wow. Eight months. Gone. Gone. The summer break when I was a kid seemed like, you know, it was, it was awesome. It seemed like it was forever. August, this, this year, and you know, as you get older, I'm 46 years old, what them summers zip by. And I thought it was going to be different this year. I thought it was going to be different this year because summers were zipping by because I was always so busy landscaping. I looked up. You know, it seemed like we started doing spring cleanups, and I looked up, and kids were going to school. I was like, well, I'm not doing any of that. It's not going to be like that this year. Well, the kids have hectic schedules, so nothing slowed down. You know, my wife still does the lion's share of the softball stuff, but it, it still makes for a hectic schedule. It still makes for people passing each other in the hallways on a week-to-week basis. So to think that it's August is just insane to me. Insane to me. But regardless, happy Friday. It is Friday, August 3rd. And if you're listening to this, margaritas are in order. Now let's do a couple of birthdays. All right, happy birthday to Tony Bennett, Martin Sheen, John Landis, and James Hetfield of Metallica in honor. Today's song of the day is my favorite Metallica song, Creeping Death. And some people will listen to this and go, aren't you the deadhead? Yes, but I listen to all music. Obviously, there's some music I listen to less than others. That would be in your techno or your country. But uh, I listen to all music, and Metallica is the shit. And that's where I need to stop for just one moment. You are going to occasionally catch, I'm going to give you a couple of bullet points because I'm noticing the audience increase every week and I appreciate that. The numbers keep going up. Somebody out there is listening. And so for those of you that are new listeners, 
and uh, wondering what the heck this is and what you're listening to, a couple of quick bullet points. You will occasionally get the, the, the bad word on this podcast. This is not a profanity-laced podcast by any stretch of the imagination, but every now and again, one flies. Sorry. And to anybody that's tagged in this, don't take it as those people condone the occasional curse word. I'm just tagging them because I mentioned them at some point in time throughout this episode. That's it. Not, nothing, nobody that's tagged in this endorses anything I'm doing. Also, you're going to hear that background noise. You hear some background noise. You're going to hear airplanes. You're going to hear birds, the occasional dog barking. You might even hear a guy a couple of doors down start a mower. This is not done in a studio. This is not done with a bunch of microphones and soundboards and mixing boards. That's not what this is supposed to be at this moment. This is supposed to be me and you sitting on the deck chilling. So you're going to hear birds and and, and the occasional airplane go over, and you're going to hear me cough, and that's not going to be edited out. This is just supposed to be real. So that's just a couple of bullet points on what you're listening to. And thank you to everybody that is everybody that does tune in on a week-to-week basis because I do see the numbers go up and I appreciate that. I truly, truly do. So I do need to give a couple of mentions. And once again, nobody that's mentioned endorses anything I do. <laughs> it's just people that I'm mentioning. Uh, I'm hoping I am pronouncing her name correctly. Uh, Millie Boaz. Uh, you can find her on Instagram at M L L E. B-O-A-Z dot B-I-B-L-I-O-P-H-I-L-E. She is a book reviewer out of New York. She took a look at A Grateful Life. She gave it some kind words, a positive review. I appreciated that. I appreciate anybody that has an opportunity to take a look at the book and anybody that has kind words to say. Uh, we've gotten some a few uh, reviews online through Amazon and a couple of reviews through Instagram, through uh, Millie and through the book hippie, and I am appreciative of every last one of them. I truly am. And if you're wondering about the book, you found the podcast for the first time, my first book is out. It's called A Grateful Life, The Life Story of a Husband, Father, and Taco-Loving Deadhead. You can find it on my website, TomPowellJr.com, TomPowellJr.com. I I I am greatly appreciative of every kind word. Truly, truly, truly am. And I wanted to mention her because she was very, very nice about the book. I sent her the copy, I, and I unfortunately sent her the copy before I caught all the grammatical errors. Those have now been corrected, and you can get an, a grammatical error-free book on my website now. So thank you very much, Miss Boaz. And I love the fact that she's from Indianapolis. That was kind of cool. I did not know she was from Indianapolis, and she uh, made a trip back to her family's house in Indianapolis, and she took some indie authors for her trip to Indy, and I was one of them. And that couldn't have been cooler. Go Colts. Dig it. Circle City. Love it. Once again, very, very appreciative. I also wanted to mention a couple of quick notes here locally. So people around the country are going to get a couple of these. I'll go through them quickly. Shanahan Junior High Girls Softball has their first game tomorrow. Good luck to them. My daughter is on the team. Uh, She's on the 8th grade A team. Wishing them nothing but luck in the upcoming season. 
Also, next week, uh, we are making our annual pilgrimage down to Holiday World and Lake Rudolph in Santa Claus, Indiana, because it's awesome and you need to get there and you don't have a lot of time to get there yet this year, so try to schedule a trip for next year. But if, you're hap- if you happen to be in Lake Rudolph this week, this coming week, and you're going to be part of that golf cart parade, if anybody just so happens to be listening that's going to be there, come see us. We've got the taco lights that are going to be wrapped around the golf cart with the taco pinata in the back. We've got some goodies to pass out to everybody. We will see you guys in Lake Rudolph. Also, next week here in Shanahan is the Three Rivers Festival. And for anybody that's from around this area or even in the southwest suburbs in general, you got to get to it. It's a good time. I know it's a typical carnival, but you know what? They do a really good job of putting it, putting it on. It's very clean. It's very nice. And the community really does seem to enjoy it. And it's not just a carnival. There are other things that go along with the festival. It's four days. There's music. There's various tents that you can go see. There's craft shows. Get over to Three Rivers Festival. They do a great job with it every year. I especially want to tip my cat cap to the guys that run the golf carts back and forth, shuttling people from the far parking lots. You're lifesavers. Not all heroes wear capes. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes that walk is just, you know, you don't even want to make the walk in, but when you're done doing the whole carnival, you definitely don't want to make the walk back. So to those guys in particular hats off. So get to the Three Rivers Festival next weekend. I wanted to mention one more festival that's going on that I believe starts today and goes this weekend. It's not one that I have been to. It's one that I have heard many stories of, one that I've seen many videos come out of, and one that people who I know are very personally involved with. It sounds like a damn good time, so I wanted to mention it. This weekend is FEST, spelled lowercase f, capital E-S-T. That would be FEST. Now, what that is, is two days of music camping. You know, the, 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 part, the attendees camp on the grounds, and then they do two days worth of music. It's the brainchild of, uh, there's a, a rapper out of Cleveland named Machine Gun Kelly, or MGK. Uh, now, to everybody out there in EST world, EST world, I don't know if you guys say EST or EST, you'll have to forgive me, I'm a 46-year-old deadhead that just got introduced to this stuff by one of the guys that worked for me within the last half a decade, so I'm, I'm not as into it as you guys are. Uh, <clears throat> for those of you guys in EST world, uh, Kevin Pryor was uh, one of the gentlemen that worked for me, and he brought me into uh, this type of music. I only have a few MGK songs. Uh, He also brought me to Mod Sun. I have a few Mod Sun songs. So I kind of dig the scene. I dig what you guys are doing. Uh, I've done my festival, so you guys do you. Have a good time, but it's two days of music. You camp out there, basically from what I understand. So this thing's been going on. For like five years, it's in Butler, Ohio, at the Ohio Dreams. I guess they got like a, one of those giant slides that you just go, you launch off of, and they do like a pool party at the end, and people are launching off the slides. And this this guy MGK, he has the ability to just kind of like chill in the crowd, walk through the campsite, 
during these two days and nobody's asking him for pictures, everybody's respecting it. It's kind of like his vacation, as well as all of his fans. You know, kick off August, it's kind of like the end of summer, they're going to blow it out, they're going to do a nice festival. Sounds like a good time. And the people that I know that have gone to it, Kevin Pryor, Kevin Rudiger, E. Hank, Tyler Cosman. Cosman? Is that how you say your last name? Cosman? Tyler, I call him Hippie Tyler. Sorry. None of you people are going to know who these are. Okay, so OG, Big Red, E. Hank, Hippie Tyler, and The Closer. Those are the people who I know that have been associated with S-Fest. It sounds like a good time. And I think that you guys, if you guys like those kind of two-day music festivals, think of a, a rap version of a mini Woodstock. It's from what I gather from it. Now, nobody said that to me, but that's what I gather from it. Sounds like a good time. These people are most definitely dedicated. I will tell you this. I've met a lot of different fan bases for a lot of different styles of music uh, throughout my four and a half decades of walking the earth. And without a question of a doubt, the most loyal, the most dedicated, the most rabid fans are the Grateful Dead fans. I mean, these people literally followed their band for three decades living out of tents and vans. I don't think you top that kind of loyalty. But I will tell you this. I've seen the hardcore dedicated KISS fans and the Rush fans and the Metal Militia of Metallica. I've seen the 80s hair metal you know, phenomenon. I have not seen another fan base as loyal to their artist like the Grateful Dead fans were, the Deadheads, until I saw this. These fans, this Est nation, this Est colony out there, these people are loyal. They are rabid. They defend their boy. You know, when, when a new CD comes out, they hit the store. They buy 10, 15 copies of it. They're, they're very, very loyal. So hats off to you guys at, at S-Fest. I hope you guys have a great time. I hope you don't get too much rain. Enjoy some music. Smoke some dank. Everybody chill out. Uh, OG and Big Red aren't going to be there this year, but if you guys are there, go seek out Tyler. You can't miss the guy. He's like nine feet tall. He's got blonde hair and his arms sleeved with tattoos. If you people at Est are missing Tyler, then you need to put the dank down and dry out for a couple of hours. I mean, he's a man among boys out there. You're going to see him. He's taller than shit. Walk up to him, burn a dube with him. Seriously. All right, so that's all of the festivals. That's all the stuff that's coming next week, this weekend, everything that's going on. Next weekend's podcast will be heavy on the holiday world in Lake Rudolph, as well as Three Rivers Fest, because that's basically all we're going to do for the next week. But now I want to talk about stuff that's been kind of going on this past week. And uh, this is kind of going to be a little bit of a, a bitch session. Just like stupid stuff that I saw that I just don't understand why, and I want you guys to help me explain it. Uh, and what I want to do is I want to start with, uh, th- this one's a minor one. This one's not a, a bitch fest, but this one's actually kind of a, a one that confused me. So the, not this first one, correction, no bitch fest. Uh, and Carissa, I'm looking at you, because you, you said it, but people who don't say crayon, they, there's a... There's a video going around social media, and it's people being asked to say crayon. And I, to be honest with you, 
I would have thought that in four and a half decades of being alive, I would have saw somebody that didn't say crayon, but I never have. But apparently there, there are people that say it a couple of different ways that are not crayon. And so I, I am literally confused by this. Don't, I'm not trying to be a smartass, but doesn't everybody else around you say crayon? Do you, I mean, your parents, your cousins, your aunts, your friends, your coworkers, the people you went to school with. I mean, that's kind of like where you get your vernacular. That's why people up here in the upper Midwest, in the Chicagoland area, you know, a, 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 a Pepsi is called a pop. Dr. Pepper, that's a pop. Other people in this country are going to go, no, that's a soda. No, it's a pop. That's what we call it. It's a pop. And the reason why we call it pop is because everybody around us called it pop. Our parents called it pop. Our friends called it pop. Everybody I know said crayon. Now, maybe they kind of ran it together, crayon, but it's still crayon. It's still two syllables. There's still a Y in the middle, a C at the beginning, and an N at the end. It, I, it, how, where did you pick it up? Where did you guys pick up other, something other than crayon? I don't understand that. I'm not, once again, not trying to be a smartass. I just don't understand it. I don't understand so if you guys could explain it to me, because it literally is, a, isn't it based on what you hear every day? Uh, you guys have seen me or heard me talk about, and if you've read the book, you've, you, 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 you've, you've, read, me, you've read me writing about uh, a gentleman by the name of Jimmy, who's been uh, a person in my life for a very long period of time. So he and I spoke the same. We grew up in the Chicagoland area. We knew the same people. We, we spoke the, the same dialect and language. He went to jail for a very long time. And when he came out, he had jail dialect. Why? Because that's what he was hearing every day. So that's the only part of, that confuses me about the crayon thing. is If that's what you hear every day, that just seems to me that that's what you would say. If it's different, please explain it to me. But I'm going to get off the crayon thing for a minute because there, there are a couple of things that are bothering me. And one of them is something that I literally read for the first time last night as I was jotting down some notes to talk about today. Parents are getting their children $50 an hour tutors to teach them how to be better at the video game Fortnite. I'm sorry, you fucking what one? You're, you're paying $50 an hour to teach your kid how to be better at video games. And I, I, I did read the article, and some of these parents are hoping that they're going to get prize money for playing in Fortnite uh, 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 competitions, and they're going to get hopefully get scholarship money. No. No, 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 no. To my children, who are and will eventually listen to this, my son doesn't listen to this podcast, but maybe one day he'll go back and listen to these episodes. Boy, listen to me. You have a better chance of having lunch with Amelia Earhart than you do of me ever paying a tutor to teach you how to be better at a video game. Have you people lost your damn 
minds. No. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. I don't pay $50 an hour for drum lessons, which is actually something decent worth learning. Fifty an hour to teach your kid how to be excellent at Fortnite. And you people wonder why we got a bunch of morons running around society. At Fortnite, and I'm not, this is not a generational thing. I know kids of this generation are damn good kids. Damn good kids. I sit on a, a steering committee for our village to put the, help put together a, a new comprehensive plan. It's just a volunteer committee to give opinions. That's all it is. But you know who's on that? Two seniors from the high school. There are damn good kids in this generation. So this is not an all these kids are stupid. And this isn't a kid thing. This is a parent thing. You're making your kid dumb. And you're paying $50 an hour to do it. I'm not saying playing video games is done, dumb. I'm saying putting that much concentration into it, putting that much focus on it as part of your life. You're dedicating blocked out time and paying good money to make them better at a video game. Oh, dude, come on. I'm all for you playing some video games, but that's nuts. You're, you're, you're screwing your kids up. You're screwing your kids up. For the love of Pete. No, 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 no. I will never pay a tutor. Ever. To teach my kids how to be better at video games. It is one of the dumbest things I have ever heard. One of the dumbest things I've ever heard. Please stop doing that. Please, if, you, if you're a parent that does that, please stop doing that. Just stop it. There are things that people just need to stop doing in society. That's one of them. Stop doing it. And while you're at it, stop doing the Kiki, the Kiki Challenge. Just stop. Why the hell are you jumping out of a moving car to dance to a stupid song? To get laughed at by millions of people across the country. To quote Sebastian Menescalco, why would you do that? Now, are you sounding like an old man there, Tom? Yes, I'm sounding like an old man. I am. And yes, I too did stupid shit. I talk about this almost weekly. I did stupid shit, you did stupid shit. We all did stupid shit. I once drove from Cicero, Illinois to Champaign, Illinois, full speed on the highway while on the hood of a car. Group of us went to Champaign, me and, yes, you guessed it, Jimmy got out and sat on the hood of the car. So yes, We have all done stupid shit, which is why we have the experience to tell you, hey, what you're doing is stupid, and it looks stupid, it's going to be remembered as stupid, and you're going to wind up being hurt by it. 
And that doesn't mean emotionally. These dumbasses are falling down and going to hospital rooms for jumping out of the car to do a stupid dance and be filmed doing it. And it's not just kids. Once again, this is not a generational thing. Kids and adults. Adults walking along the car. Uh, OG, Kevin Pryor, just sent out some Snapchats yesterday. He's on a business trip, sitting in a parking lot. All of a sudden, he sees whatever it was, Kevin, correct me, four or five adult women being filmed doing the stupid Kiki dance as a car slowly moves. Stop it. Stop it. What the hell, people? You heard, we have reached a point in society, ladies and gentlemen, where we are getting video game tutors for our kids and we're jumping out of moving cars to make stupid video dance sequences. I, I have, I got, I got nothing. I got nothing. I don't understand it. There's the old man part of me. I don't, maybe I'm not meant to understand it. It's not my shit. It's not my stuff to do. <clears throat> you know, what? doing a, a, if a, let me, let me, let me just make sure you guys understand where I come from on the Kiki thing. If there's some stupid dance challenge going around, do it. We all did stupid dance challenges. I'll bet you my well, there's photographs, not video probably, but photographs at least of my wife doing the achy breaky heart. I guarantee you something out there at some point there there was. Who listening to this has not attended a wedding and done the chicken dance? Yes, we all do that stupid shit. And with the advent of modern technology, we all film it now. You know, we didn't film the shit we did back in the day. And thank you for that. Boy, there'd be some footage. I'm just, I'm only speaking about the 46 years that my eyes have seen, and there would be some footage. Oh, not, not the prettiest of moments either. We're talking about a real real bad reel of clips. But we've all done it. We've all done stupid shit. People out there did the Macarena. People out there line danced. People out there danced to disco. They were on the streets doing break dancing. We, there have been dance phases forever. I don't care that there's. it's a dance phase. It's a stupid song, just like all the other ones were stupid. And just like your kids are going to do a stupid dance song. And you're going to get pissed about it. It's the evolution of life, right? It's, it's, it's what's going to happen. The stupid part, the, the really moronic part that comes into play is the fact that you're jumping out of a moving car to do it. Now, the girls that Kevin filmed, the women that Kevin filmed, they were in a parking lot. They obviously didn't jump out of the car. It was staged that the door was open. They were already standing in the parking lot. The car started to move slowly, and they did it. It's silly, it makes them look like morons, but at least they weren't stupid about it. These kids are jumping out of moving cars. Morons. Morons. Stop doing that.
again, the people that are jumping out of moving cars are the people whose parents are getting them Fortnite tutors. Which is stupid. Stupid. Now, to show you that I'm not just a generational bitcher, to show you that I'm not a... Uh, one of these old time keeping it, you know, we're going to keep it old school. I mean, it's old man Jenkins. The, the last little bit here that I want to talk to you about, I, I, I actually, I'm going to not sound like an old man about this. There's an article that came out this week that said that only 18% of Americans know how to drive a stick shift. And what I see on social media, on all the platforms, is people my age and older, basically blowing a gasket. How the hell can you not drive a stick shift? That's like a basic life skill. How can you not, how can you not know how to drive a stick shift? And, and I could not disagree with those people more. What are, you, what are you talking about? How can you not drive a stick shift? Every car that's manufactured, well, damn near every car that's manufactured in today's day and age is an automatic. So first and foremost, they don't have the precedence to get into a car and, and have the odds of it being a stick shift. They learned how to drive on an automatic. They watched their parents drive an automatic. It's an automatic world. And, and to the people saying, well, it's a basic life skill, how? How? Let me just, let me just give you some perspective on this, if I can, please. Let me, let, me, let me present it to you in a different way. You're saying that we're losing our life skills because our kids aren't learning how to drive a stick shift because technology has made it so that they don't have to drive a stick shift. They can drive an automatic. Okay, then let me ask you this question. Do you know how to churn butter? Why not? It's a basic life skill, making butter to be able to survive. Why don't you know how to churn butter? Because technology has made it that all you need to do is walk into a store and pick up butter that's already been made. You don't have to fucking churn butter anymore. Once again, sorry for the French. But that is what technology does. That is what progress does. There are a lot of things from back in the day that we don't know how to do or we don't do because of technology. We no longer take our clothes to the river and beat them against a rock to get them clean. We no longer put leeches on our bodies in order to draw out infections. I mean, granted, Sebastian Maniscalco's mom still puts potatoes on his head every time he gets a sniffle, but technology has moved the rest of us forward. So why in the hell would it be any different in a car? Well, I mean, <clears throat> there are basic life skills that no matter what you need to learn how to do, even if technology has advanced beyond that point. Okay? There, there just are. This is not one of them. This is operating a vehicle. Nobody's making non-automatic cars anymore unless specifically required by some group or subset of buyers. Everything is an automatic world. So I just don't understand why there's a level of, oh my God, I can't believe our kids don't know how to do this. Are you talking about those same kids that have 586 channels at their disposal and carry the world in the palm of their hand? Why are they advancing in technology? Gee, I don't know. Beats me.
because that's what technology does, man. That's why I, I don't give a rat's ass to my kids. It'd be cool if they knew how to drive a stick, and I, you know, but I, I don't even have a stick to dri- teach them with because all of our vehicles are automatics. So it's not the end of the world that a kid doesn't know how to drive a stick. You want your kid to drive a stick, teach them how to drive a stick. But, I mean, there are a lot of things that we don't do. A lot of things that we don't do. You know, none of us are putting ice in our refrigerator to keep shit cold because we've invented technology to just keep it cold all the time. Just saying. Guys, fucking stick shift in a car for crying out loud. It is not the end of the world. It really isn't. Really, really isn't. But you know, I find it ironic, and weird, and kind of a a, a tale of where society is. That you got one group of people that are buying tutor time for their kids to learn how to be better at video games, and another part of our community saying, "I can't believe that our kids don't know how to drive stick shift." It's, wow, what a time. What a time to be alive to see this crap that's going on. Guys, we've got to get it together. Seriously, man. It doesn't matter if our kids can drive stick shift or not. It really doesn't. What matters is that they're not dro- jumping out of those cars to do song and dance routines along the side of the road. That's what matters. And if you want your kids to, to drive a stick shift, maybe take them out to drive a stick shift instead of getting them a Fortnite tutor. You know? Take them to some of those festivals I mentioned. Take them on vacation. Do something. Get them. I mean, I mean listen, my kids get loads of screen time. I'm not paying for tutors for them to have better screen time. No, no way. No how. Uh, and if I want my kid to drive a stick, I'll teach my kid to drive a stick. But you know what? Kind of cool with them driving an automatic. Even if the zombie apocalypse broke out tomorrow, 90% of the cars they're going to run around and find are going to be automatics. Okay? It's not like they're not going to survive the aftermath because they don't know how to drive a stick. That's all I'm saying. Everybody just uh, calm down a little bit. Everybody, uh, <clears throat> uh, what's the, I'm trying to think of the saying now. Holy crap, it just was at the tip of my tongue and then it lost, it's just, a saying from our mayor here in town. Oh, more bullfrogs, less bullshit. Basic philosophy on life from the mayor of Shanahan. More bullfrogs, less bullshit. So, there you, words to live by, my friend. Words to live by. Everybody have a great weekend. I'm heading to Holiday World, so I'm going to have a banging weekend. I hope you guys enjoy your August. NFL football is back. I will be doing official NFL picks for the season before the first regular season game. Uh, see if I can't get Patrick to bet another dinner on on picks, and uh, maybe maybe even do some weekly picks for you guys uh, for uh, winners and losers, straight up, no spread. Okay, because I do live and die by football, so you are going to get a heavy dose of football between now and February. Buckle up, Buttercups, it's coming. Football season is here. That's all I got this week. As always, stay grateful and enjoy a little bit of the Friday song.